alternative for yes, you. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Morgan. All right. Hi, Morgan. Nice to meet you. Hi, Morgan. Nice to meet you. Anything else you want to tell us about yourself? <laughs> I don't know. What do you want to know? No. <laughs> we going we to get into it. We're going to get into okay. it. Okay. Sorry. You know I'm not good with names, but rest in peace to the um the boy that... Chris Cabba. Chris Cabba that got um, killed by police. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to give my disclaimer because you already, you guys know that I don't know how to talk, you know, so I'm just going to say something. So I do feel sorry for the family and everything. I don't think it's smart because of this for Black Lives Matter to now try and protest at the Queen's funeral. I don't think that is right. Mm-hmm. I also don't think there's any, obviously I'm not really involved or I don't have that much knowledge on like gangs and all of that kind of stuff, but Obviously, from a uh, just me seeing it very logical, and I could be wrong. I haven't seen or heard. It's very rare you hear a random black boy who is nothing has no affili- affiliation with the hood or is not involved in any sort of situation get killed. It's always someone who has some sort of history or who is involved in some sort of you know gang or drugs or something that finds themselves in this situation. I feel like there's no smoke without fire. So if we're if we are trying to resolve this issue, if we are trying to you know find alternatives, I think we need to start within ourselves. And don't get me wrong, I do think like you know the government obviously takes advantage of us and you know they put us in this system and all of that kind of stuff, but. It's better for us to focus on the issues they bring us than it be so diluted because of the problems we bring ourselves. Do you know what I mean? It's really hard for us to even focus on what they're doing. And they get away with it so easily because there's, there's so much distraction on the problems we give each other. If we had no problems, we weren't killing each other. We weren't doing all of this stuff between each other. We weren't holding each other back. It will be so obvious what they do to us that they would have to stop. Or they'll have to try and slow it down. I don't think so. Sorry, it's how was your week? (laughs) (laughs) It's been, it's been, it's been on your heart, heavy. Like it's been, you know, it's so sad because as a mother, what can you do? I've raised you to know right from wrong. I've done what I can as a mother to teach you the way of life. But it's only you that can now determine what you want to do with what my teachings I've given you. Mm. So as a parent, she's probably thinking, I've done everything I can do. But when you get to a certain age as a man, you have, like for me, in the Bible, it says that from 10, any child under 10 goes to heaven regardless, right? But anything above that, you know right from wrong. So that's how I reason as well. Like, you know, you have a certain level of understanding from the age of 10, 100% you have an understanding when you're doing something right or wrong. So 
even like I said, I can't talk because I'm not in those. I don't live in those areas. Do you understand? I, I'm not a man myself. But I just think if we were to resolve those issues that are within ourselves, it would be a lot easier. It's been giving me headache all all, all week. How mm. do we resolve them though? Where do you start? Where's the starting <sighs> pinnacle to? Obviously, like I said. <clears throat> Obviously, like I said, I'm not a gang member and I, I don't have family or friends who are involved in it. So my my solutions may not be realistic because I'll probably say start from talking, but I'm sure people been talking from time. So it's like, what really can we do? What is the reason why people are in this? And I think it's money. I think the root of everything is money. It's really because I feel like if I want to believe if everybody have a certain level of income and had access to making a certain amount of money, would they still be in these gangs? I know people that come from African royalty that still want to just be a so part of African, something. No, but they like they live. They come from they they live in Tottenham Court Road. Everyone, their family have a very very more most higher than most people set of income, and they still choose to do the roads because. It's what is popping at the time and everyone to feel relevant feels like they need to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. Like everyone around me and everyone in my friendship groups are or have been or do still belong to something that they mm. shouldn't be a part of. I just, yeah, it's it's an unfortunate situation. Um, I think it, it stems from so many things like, For example, like working class, mm-hmm. most of us are minorities or most of them are minorities or mm-hmm. put in the same area. Mm-hmm. So most times if there is going to be crime, it will be against your own because mm-hmm. you're all in the same area. True. Um, so, and personally, I agree in terms of, you know, being a part affiliated mm-hmm. or being part of gangs, etc. You will find yourself in certain circumstances mm-hmm. and situations. Yeah. However, I don't think that gives the police an excuse 100%. to shoot any or to shoot down anybody 100% do you know what I mean because at the end of the day they are trained yeah they're trained specifically for these types of situations and 100%. how to de-escalate 100% he was not armed yep so I, I it's hard I, I can't to... I can't excuse and I can't at a time like this I can't even try and come down on on him in that kind of way 100% but, but but at the same uh, at the same time do you feel like people fear police anymore i think that's been i think they haven't feared police for a very long time and do you think that's not part of the problem i th- yeah but you have to ask them ask the question why do we why do we not fear police anymore i think it 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 maybe came from a time where they thought we were being done by police mm-hmm. and then we just rebelled, such as, you know, the Mark Duggan situation yeah. mm-hmm. in Tottenham. Yeah. The riots were mad. Mm-hmm. And that was, you know, them expressing their... They don't have respect for the police anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So where people are being gunned down, unarmed, which is wrong, yeah. you know, they're showing and expressing their hate for it. Mm-hmm. In particular ways However I just feel like This situation Yeah I I don't think It was the right time To protest At the Queen's funeral No it hasn't happened yet But they plan to Okay they plan to Okay yeah yeah, okay 
I don't think that's a good. I don't. I don't really think. I think he'll just give the police an excuse to assassinate. Yeah, of exactly. Us, really. mm-hmm. I don't think that's a good idea. Personally, I think it comes under the threat of terrorism as well. Mm. If it's at the Queen, the royal. Yeah, yeah. that's true. They they don't. They do not take that lightly at all. Um, <sighs> I, I I do think we need to think of a change. Um. And I think that change has to be within ourselves because I think we have to get to a point where we realize that if these people, if we keep falling into these people's hands, they're just going to keep destroying us. They're not even happy we are where we are as it is. And we're just giving them more ammunition to do whatever it is they want to do because we can't even get it together as as a, what did you say, did you say nation or as a, as a, as fellow black people, people. a people, yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I just, I'm just getting to a point where, for me, I'm teaching my kids to obviously respect the law. Mm -hmm. And I have boys, so obviously this is something that's very, it's a bit more to my heart because I'm just thinking, imagine if that was my son. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, I can only try as hard as possible to raise my kids to know right from wrong Mm -hmm. and to respect those in, you know, in higher positions than themselves mm. and to obviously not want to feel they need to be in gangs mm. and not to feel like they need to follow a trend. Because I'd like to believe in our ages, well, for me anyway, I didn't follow any trends because mm. I still, I feared my mum. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And not in a way that I felt like I was being abused at home, but when I'll do certain things, I'll be like, oh, if my mum hears, like I'll get in trouble. Mm. So let me not do it. And it's not even like I lived a, a luxurious life. Like it wasn't anything like that. We were comfortable. We were fine. And I didn't feel like I was struggling to an extent. Yeah, I didn't feel like I was struggling. But there was nothing, it wasn't, in, there was nothing enough for me to feel like I wanted more outside. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. Like, how do you raise your kids to feel like that? Or is that just something that happens within you as a person? And you can't be taught how to think and reason like that. Mm. Uh, what? <clears throat> I don't know his background. I don't know how he was raised or where he oh, was Oh, I'm not raised. talking about him. I'm just saying in general. Okay, in yeah, general. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's, it's, it's a multitude of things. Mm. As Morgan said, there are some people that are well-to-do, but still seek after that lifestyle. <laughs> Who knows why? Like, Yeah, peer pressure is real, though. Mm. I, I get peer pressure being real, but also I feel like we as parents are to somewhat blame because for a wealthy child, especially us coming from Nigeria, you know what it's like when you're, those when you have family and friends who are from rich families yeah. and they live in central Brent or yeah. North London, yeah. but they're not there. Yeah. So they might put their kids in these houses and give their kids all the things they need, but it's the people that are giving them the attention that they now yeah. give their their time. Sense of belonging. Yeah, it? exactly. So yeah, he may that person may have all the money and everything, and he's saying it. It's so for me, it's not, you know, peer pressure. It's because you feel you like you belong there yeah. because the people who are meant to make you feel like you belong are not available 100% and a lot of the times when I used to hear things when I was younger a lot of the parents and it's not the parents fault because everyone needs to make ends meet but a lot of them were like worked night shifts yeah. worked as nurses you know worked Has around crazy the, hours yeah, yeah so they weren't available yeah I agree but there are still some people come from two parent households mm-hmm. like that the pa- the parents are there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know what I mean? At the end of the day, it gets to a you get to an age where your parents give you a bit more rope. They give you a bit more leeway, mm-hmm. and you start to make decisions for yourself. True. And unfortunately, like we all know that our friends raise us more than our parents 100%. do when we get to a certain age. Mm-hmm. So 
even though there are there are people with two parent households mm-hmm. and the parents are always there. It just there are some people that it's, it, that's just the route they want yeah, to take or I they have decide a to take. Household now is still outside it, it, for, exactly. for whatever reason I felt was necessary. Yeah. I still was outside and I still just everyone else's household felt more fun. Mm. But maybe because I don't have brothers and sisters, so I was like a single child. That it was like being around everyone and having adventures with people that I just wasn't getting at home. Mm. It's um <sighs> well. There's I, memories, people that do we even remember? Do we even remember them people yeah, anymore? It's true, you know. Well, like I said, rest in peace, and I my hearts go out to the parents. I know right now they must be hurting. The police finally got the police officer finally got suspended as well today. Finally, yeah, finally. It's the it's the facts what you have to say. Finally, after how many days? I mean, do you know, what? I, I get why people want to protest on the quick to make a statement mm-hmm. but at the end of the it's day it's shown all over the world though isn't it so that's probably it, exactly it's logically going to be shown all over the world is, however yes it's not gonna it's safely not gonna doesn't make any yeah. yeah we're not gonna get the message we're trying to get out we're not like them doing silly things like the protest that they had done already mm-hmm. accidentally saying it was the queen's you know oh people, yeah i was there i was yeah, at the thing saying, and they said that we was marching in memory of the queen all yeah, of us that people you know together were randomly marching so yeah, it's in like of the queen they, and you got to remember the media is the strongest thing in 100%. the uk so they know what they're doing they're always going to Downgrade or belittle the situation. They're never. Oh yeah, gonna... they, they knew. Yeah. they went like all these black people. They're shouting the and screaming it, but yeah, yeah. They, no, 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 they, they knew. knew what they were doing. So that in itself is enough for you to know that you go in to try and do what it's not going to work out in your favor. It's not going to work out in no. anyone's favor. But yeah. as you said, um, rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so how was your week? Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> it's really choking me. Oh, how was my week? My week was good. Mm-hmm. Um, it was my daughter's birthday, so oh, birthday. just well, took I her to. Um, thank you. Just took her and her cousins. Mm-hmm. Do you know what? I f- sometimes I feel bad for her because she's got so many cousins. I'm just like, babe, you can't invite because she's like, I want to invite my friends as well. Plus your like fourteen. I'm just I'm like, like, baby girl. <laughs> when 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 my money's up, <laughs> then I can accommodate for everyone. But. Yeah. I also like the fact that she grows up like she loves her cousins and they can grow up together because they're all very similar ages as well. But um, yeah, it was her birthday. So we just went um, bowling and then they went for lunch. But it was good. It was nice having family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How was your week? Oh, my week. Nothing. I went to the gym, did leg day. I'm never doing leg day again. <laughs> how, can you, how can you say you're never doing leg day I did a spin again? class and my leg still hurt. I did a spin class on... Thursday last week. Is it yours first? Yeah. Okay, yeah. No, that's fine. It's your first one. You know. No, but even if you stretch, because it's your first one. But the more you do it, the less your body just gets used to it. It's not for me. Grace, how's your week? Um, It was good. We did a lot of PRs last week. Plus, yeah. Live shows. Literally yeah. next week Sunday, we'll be yeah. excited. Oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah, next week mm. Sunday. Um I've been going gym hard as well. Um, what else? What else? What else? That's it really. Okay. Made move my my office. I've moved offices like my, for my business. Oh good. So okay, I moved okay, offices. Cool. Um, Why? Is that? because London's a lot slower. So 
financially, it doesn't make any sense mm-hmm. for me to have the office. So mm-hmm. I've now turned my garage into. Oh, office. okay, that makes yeah. sense. Okay, so um, yeah, yeah, so yeah, okay, so I did that. Um, yeah, that's about it. All right, working, working. Where do we start? <laughs> so obviously. We invited you because we saw your interview on Made You Think and everything. And I felt, um, when I was watching it, I thought it would be nicer to be more in a female environment and talk about a bit more deeper issues and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So my first question to you is, what What? What was your first... You, you said that you had two parents at home. I have. Um, my dad died when I was six, mm-hmm. but... Um, my stepdad's been in my life since okay. I was like three. That's like so I've got like oh. a whole heap of them. Okay, okay. Yeah. And how old are you? Twenty one. Twenty one. Okay. So for people that don't know, can you just tell them just a little bit about yourself? Okay. Um, mind. I don't really know where to start. Yeah. <laughs> where do you start? Nothing for me. It's just I'm at a realization that some childhood trauma made me an overly promiscuous mm-hmm. teenager and adult, and I need to get that into check. Car. It's not fun. Mm. As much as we like to pretend it's fun and stuff. So you say promiscuous, promiscuous, and like, do you want to explain? Always with everyone and anyone. I was like 13 going clubbing with fake IDs. Okay. I was like really outside. Now I'm 21, I'm so boring. Yeah, but that happens normally when you've done so much. Yeah. After a while, you just want yeah, to be a house. So when did you start getting sexual? Willingly at 13, unwillingly at six. At six. Even yeah. though it was that you say willingly at 13. He was, but he was in my year at school. So okay. It was like, not willingly, but we was in school together in the same year. It was mm-hmm. that moment. Okay. But I was going to say, like, even though it's willingly, was did you start that early because of yeah, your past? 100%. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So your first experience was when you were around six. And do you feel like you could still remember that experience? 100%. Uh, do you want to talk us through? When I was six, it just was... I was at with my uncle, my dad's identical to twin brother. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I say it all the time. But I think that's what makes things extra tapped. Yeah. Because I can't differentiate my memories anymore. Your dad. Who my dad is and who my uncle is because mm-hmm. they're literally identical. Like my uncle could have pretended to be my dad for the rest of my life and I would not even have known that mm-hmm. my dad's dead. That's how identical mm-hmm. they were. Wow. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, so growing up, that, that happened. And then certain things like, this is how a man loves you. This is what you got to do to make a good... Mm. Made me become 13 and feel like I need mm. to sleep with everyone to make someone want to be with me. Mm-hmm. And did your... um? Did you ever tell anyone about what Everyone found out just now when I dropped the interview the other day. Oh, wow. So you didn't tell anyone? And what was what was the reason why you didn't want to tell anyone? Because he looks like my dad and I still wanted them to be around. Mm. Because he still was like... I know you're not my dad, but you look like... So I can just sit in the corner and look at you. Mm, and, and it's like I'm having that. that bond. And around that time, your your dad had passed away. Yeah, my okay. dad passed away in February 2007. And this happened by the end of 2007. So, so how, yeah, how did you feel knowing what you were doing and knowing that nobody knew and all your family were going to find out this way through social media? The worst thing is, I had two of my cousins that are older than me in their 30s come forward and say that my uncle did the same thing to them. No. And I spoke to one of my other cousins and not a lot of my cousins that were not surprised. Mm. Like, the problem is that nobody is surprised. And where is he now? Is he still alive? Yeah, he's still out doing his thing. Being him, he's now 60-something and like his new girlfriend's 19. Wow. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool, cool. So nothing has really changed. <clears throat> so... 
you obviously all of this happened at from the age of six. And mm-hmm. when did it stop? It never uh, stopped with him. When I was about ten. Ten, so he stopped. So between yeah. six to ten. And do you know why it stopped? I think I just got too old. And oh for him. Yeah, I think I just got too old. Wow. And then he was saying things to my stepdad, like my stepdad shouldn't love me because I'm not his kid. I'm his brother's kid, but my stepdad has been in my life since I was two. Mm. So he's pretty much my my dad. I still always call him my dad. So he was saying some things that just were unnecessary and just Mm. causing problems in the household. Then there was one time that um, I went to my uncle's house and he wouldn't let me out. And I had to jump out of a bedroom window and my stepdad had to just do up my uncle for a minute because it's like... Just he just a bit tapped, mm-hmm. and when he was doing whatever he was doing, did you know? Obviously, you're six years old. Did you have any kind of feeling that what was, was happening wrong. was wrong? I knew it was wrong, but this is going to sound bad, and I feel like no one talks about it. Mm. It then became a pleasure aspect. Yeah, that, that makes sense. There's like there's actually kids that like masturbate as children, like mm-hmm. for just mm-hmm. pleasure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And for me, it just became something that just. It generally starting to feel good. Yeah. Before it escalated into full on, it just was something that started to feel mm-hmm. good. And then that was the problem. Then I became, then I was I was like nine watching porn. Mm-hmm. Like it just it was just like a rolling effect. Yeah. Okay, so you've gone from six to ten with him mm-hmm. and then it stopped because in your opinion mm-hmm. it was because mm-hmm. you were too old. So then you started having sex willingly, quote Willing, Willingly with boys my age at yeah. the same, yeah. at 13, but at then. 13. So between 10 and 13, were you still having sex with people unwilling, um, like, unwillingly? No, it was more porn and okay. self-pleasure at that time, I would say. Or what I thought was self-pleasure, should I say. Mm-hmm. And was it your uncle that introduced you to porn as well? Like, when I, like, my uncle is... My, like, even... My family's been a bit tapped. Like, my dad was 39 mm-hmm. and my mum was 16. When I was born So Sorry? And, yeah And like my dad's twin brother Was with my auntie And she was like 14 And my uncle was 39 oh, And it wasn't a secret In my yeah. family Like everyone knew But just no one spoke about it No Because Okay So okay. She's all getting out This is the mum in her <laughs> So what, what What do you feel What, what do you as, as it is now Do you feel like You've been let down By Like your mum I genuinely feel like my mum was going through it oh. herself because I know that as much as I love my dad and my dad's always my dad and that's my my, my mm-hmm. best friend. Mm-hmm. Like I know my dad was beating up my mum and like now as an adult, looking back, I think I don't know how my mum managed to part with that. Mm-hmm. She was like 16 working crazy hours. Mm-hmm. I used to go up hating her because I never would see her because mm-hmm. she was always working. So that's when I felt like I was trying to find comfort in everyone else. Oh. Genuinely, I never went without nothing. I never didn't have clothes on my back or electric. But the, the emotional connection I had, I couldn't have because my mum was forever working. And did your dad ever, like, did he just hit your mum? Yeah. And I was like, I was like, as a black man from the Caribbean, I was my dad's first at 39. So I, he was like overly obsessed with me because he didn't think he could have kids. So like, I was always with my dad everywhere. And I think that's what my mum wanted to keep. She wanted to keep the family. You know, like, even now, like, mm-hmm. she's just like... With the boyfriends I'm with, like, stay there. You need to create a family. Like, I don't feel like I need to create yeah, a family yeah. in that lifestyle just because you had that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, now my mom's, like, one of my bestest friends. It just took a long while for us to get it. So, okay, so we've got to 13 now and mm-hmm. you've started having 
sex willingly or at least with people your yeah. age. So between 13, let's now go from 13 to... 13 to 14. Yeah. By 14, I was always seeing men that were in their 30s. So mm. how did you how did you meet them? <sighs> it's actually generally like I walked past the barbershop being a young girl in a school uniform kind of. People actually don't care. And they would literally come up to you. Yeah. And what, what, what would the conversation be like? <clears throat> and I realise now as an adult that it's strange, but people would use like, I know your dad, you know. I know okay. your family, you know. Mm-hmm. And like, I would generally want to sit, because like at 14, I've already forgotten all the memories that me and my dad had together. So I would love, I would happily sit with anyone that could sit and tell me a story about them and my dad. Even if, it, I wouldn't even know if it's true or not. Yeah. So that's how I was getting myself in situations that just weren't where I needed to be at all. Do you think that you developed like, um, what's the, maybe for lack of a better word, like an attitude that drew older men? Like, did you know? I felt like I had like, a sexual aura. Everyone I was going to say, yeah. Everyone still says that. And I, I don't see it because that's just me. But everyone's like, it's a sexual aura that I felt like I gave off. Mm. Or maybe that I wasn't avoiding their, their, their chances and their shots mm-hmm. that they were taking because I already was so used to it. And I kind of got got to a point where I was like fourteen and proud, like that Don't everyone that, that I already knew how to have sex, or no one in my ear did. Did you get, ever get bullied for that? No. Okay. I I think I overly became the bully. No. I overly became the the overly confident one. Like in my whole secondary experience, I went to five different secondary schools. Wow. Why is that? Not even because I was stupid, just because I couldn't get along with females. I couldn't understand how. You that are crying over boys not replying to your little love notes. And I've already been here, Stephen, with men for like four years. Like, I've never been, like, I've, even now, like, I've not been able to have female friends. I don't really understand why I would need a female friend. But obviously, I know you need one. Mm. But growing up, I didn't understand why I would need one because it was never really on the same page of anything. And I remember you saying that in secondary school, you were actually predicted, like, really predicted high Predicted A's and stars. Like, yeah. I've always been, I wanted to study... Um, Psychology, sociology, and government and politics. Mm. Those are three uni- things that I did. See, I want to yeah. go to. I wanted to go to uni and study politics. Mm. Like, I've always been quite tuned in, and I think that was what a lot of my teachers' problems were. It was like you have so much potential, potential. Mm-hmm. but you're wasting it. I'm like, fuck my potential. But yeah, now I'm like back doing all my grades again. Yeah, as an adult. So, um, you're now at sixteen. Mm-hmm. You've slept with. 30-year-olds mm-hmm. and everything. So from 16 to... Because you're 21 right now. Yeah. So from 16 to till you got to uni, what was that like? Uh, at 16, um, a month after my 16th birthday on the day, I was held hostage and raped by a whole heap of people. Over 40 people. 40? Yeah. Um, I was missing. Google it. I was missing for a long time. How long for? Uh, 20-something days, I think. Were you kidnapped? Like, you said yeah, a day I went, after? I went, I went to go to meet a boy. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, he I said couldn't leave. Yeah. What area was this? Elephant and Castle. Were they, do you know what country they were from? Uh, I, the, obviously, I know the boy. We was the same age. So, oh. I've obviously, tra- and I'm wow. not from London either. Right? Okay. So, I've traveled wow. in from the countryside to London to meet this little boy that I met on the mm-hmm. internet. And then, yeah, apparently it was his gang initiation or some nonsense. Mm-hmm. You have to give up something you love. They, apparently they threatened him and told him it was me or his sister. Mm-hmm. So I can understand why he made the decision that he made. But yeah. And how do you know it was over 40? Like, were um, you, were you, I came were back you conscious? For, no, I was conscious. Which I feel like 
makes Thank you feel God. so much yeah. better. I, could I feel like I probably would have been a little bit of a crackhead by now. But no, I had to come back. They applied for a care order while I was missing. Um, the police didn't want to look for me, may I add, for time, for like 12 days. Why is that? Is that because, because maybe you've had previous... No, I was never run away. You was never, never a problem. Oh, okay. So they just thought she's a countryside girl. She's 16. She's come to meet boys. Like it's nothing. That is nothing. And I was actually... Um, like the police you never found me in danger. Yeah. May I add? Like the oh, you just got released. Me. I got released. I went to my friend's house, logged into my social media, and then that's when my, my friend's mom called the police, like, just so you know, she's here. Like they never even found me, did nothing. Um, yeah. Were your family looking for you? Everyone was looking for me. They did like a search party, posters were everywhere. My family were coming from London, from outside of London, sorry, to London. But yeah, I came back, did a rape kit. Didn't want to press charges because I didn't want to um, sit in court and have to see all these people that I don't even remember. It's not like I can even remember to tell everyone what happened. And yeah, was in care from there. Then raped again, in care by my carer. He got 11 months in jail, even though he pleaded guilty. Pardon, so you got raped. How old were you? In care? 60. I got put in care at 16. Okay. And your carer raped you and you only got 11 months. You pleaded guilty to rape, um, digital rape, which was with your fingers, oral rape and breach of trust, and got 11 months. The only thing he had to do was not work with children for five years. He now is able to change his name, change his location, and get all of them that new life, new start business, while I still have to sit here and deal with things that happen. And the rape, was it like a coercion or was it... Like, like a, forceful Like, like a, he was Like we're in my care home We have alarms on our doors But yeah. individual doors have alarms So he was turning off my alarm Coming in And then leaving But because in my care home It was like It wasn't where we had new staff every day So people were living staff mm-hmm. So I had I wait for the one woman Big up Lauren To come back in On shift So I could tell her what happened But she was on holiday So I had to wait like an mm-hmm. extra two weeks Like he started work on June the 5th the first sexual assault that happened was June the 26th. Wow. So he wasn't even there longer than a month. So his, you probably weren't his first yeah. victim. Okay, so oh, we've gone through to 16. Um, you've had those two incidents of being raped and different. So now we're at 17. So 17, there must have been some sort of transition which got you to the point that you decided to go to uni. No. So what was it that just made you decide? Um, for me, as I've always felt the need to have an education. I've mm-hmm. always wanted to be like, if I ever get my life together and I have kids and I've got I've got baby cousins that I know look up to me that even though I've been through X, Y, and Z, mm-hmm. I still can say I've held it down a degree. Mm-hmm. I can still say I held down a job. I can mm-hmm. still say all of these things have happened, but I'm still here and coping. Well, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm coping. Mm-hmm. So that's just the plan. What keeps you going? Everyone asked me this. I got asked this yesterday. I'm like, I don't actually know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You just keep going. Yeah. I just, I feel like at some point I'm going to have like a big <clears throat> stop and need a break and a holiday. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I can't stop because after I released my interview, over 500 different females have come, have messaged me and told that they've experienced what I've experienced. Mm-hmm. And I'm thankful that someone's finally just honest and frank about it. Mm-hmm. And I don't mind taking the, the hate comments mm-hmm. and the nonsense and the... The, the the death threats that weirdly come with something yeah, that involves weird, yeah. no one else, mm. if it means that another girl can have the courage to come forward about mm. what she's going through. Okay, so 
you've gone through everything you've gone through and you said your parents didn't your well your mom didn't yeah. know about anything until yeah have you have you had that cry yet you know that cry that comes like from the belly for me of my yeah. mom no you you oh no i'm very much a shit happens kind of person do you think that's a coping mechanism 100 percent. but 100 percent. why do you feel you need to cope I don't feel like I need to go, but I don't feel like I need to cry. Cry is not really going to fix nothing either. And it's mm-hmm. and it's very much like I had this conversation with my granny the other day. It's like she knows what I've gone through, is crap. But I have to be grateful that that time in my life is over. Mm-hmm. People, girls in this world, still live it every day. They wake mm-hmm. up to it. They go to bed to it. They're in different countries, surrounded by it. I can only now just make sure that them things that have affected me, I can now use as tools. I stop it from happening to your daughter or yeah. my little cousins or my children. So that's what I got to do. And like, what's your mum's take been on everything? Obviously, she wasn't really there for... She was there, but yeah. not there. Like, she just feels like she couldn't have won. And she couldn't have won. If she didn't go to work, we wouldn't have had nothing. Mm-hmm. But if she went to work, she could have nothing. Mm-hmm. I just I just don't know. Mm-hmm. I feel bad. Like, my mum's only 37 now. 38 now. Mm-hmm. Just was her birthday. But... She feels like everything's been so public. Me going missing was on all the news, all the mm-hmm. newspapers, everywhere. Me being in care, obviously, like everything's been so public that she just feels like she's failed as a parent. So this is why the comeback needs to be 10 mm-hmm. times more strong. And can I ask, what was like your mum's upbringing? Like, was she in care? Because she got married at 16. That's not that common. Um, She... She wasn't, I wouldn't say her upbringing was bad, but for my family, it's like, everyone's very much people that like to be in relationships, mm-hmm. whether they're good or bad. So she was someone that was just dealing with all the crap. So she could say, I know I had a, a child young mm-hmm. and I know I'm a single mother and mm-hmm. oh, I'm not a single mother, but I know I'm a young mother. Mm-hmm. But look at how it's turned out. And... You see with your mum, does she have a relationship with her dad? Yeah. We're, so all, we're so. all close. Like, my whole family is so close. Like, my, my grandparents and my mum's dad are very close. Mm-hmm. Like, my grandparent, my granddad used to pick me up from school and take me to school every day. He would drive 45 minutes at 7 o'clock in the morning to come and get me and take me to school. Mm-hmm. So, there was always people that I could speak to, but mm-hmm. it's a lot easier to speak to people that aren't emotionally invested mm-hmm. in you than it is to speak to people mm-hmm. that are emotionally yeah. invested in you. Do you feel like all of this happens because of the initial incident with your uncle? 100%. I think I stopped being a child. Instantly. Yeah. And I think that was my, like, I don't understand how kids, like, even now I look at my little cousins, it's like, she's just so obsessed with just computers and toys and things that make noise. Mm. I'm like, I just wasn't. Mm. I just, that just wasn't me. I've always been too mature for my age or... Mm -hmm. I've never been able to make friends because I can't understand why we're playing kiss chase in the playground. Mm-hmm. So I 100%, it, it definitely stopped me from being me. It just made me a version of myself. Mm-hmm. Do you ever think or wish that anybody would have done more on your behalf? Like, because you were so young, do you feel like people, like, do you wish that people would have fought a bit more on your behalf? For me, I feel like now I know that more of my cousins have gone through it and no one said nothing. Mm. I, I can't hate everyone forever, but you could have stopped everything from happening. Mm. But at least now I've stopped it from happening to my, my baby cousins. 
But there's not really a lot of people can do because I didn't have the voice or the the oomph to want to scream it from the rooftops. Yeah. And that's why now I make sure that my little cousins can call me any time of the day and tell me anything, even if it's just nonsense about some little boy at school annoying her. Yeah. I don't mind hearing that because I want to be able to make sure that when it gets to something serious, she feels like she can still call me. Oh, she's 30 now. I'm so scared. Mm. This generation's crazy. You spoke about, um, obviously, like when you were really promiscuous, mm. that I think there was like a group that mm. you had. Um, yeah. Where did you meet these people? Like, was these it just... other promiscuous females? Yeah. We literally were just all promiscuous females. So it's like, we were just arranged to meet boys together and it just became cool. We just became the bad girls club that everyone wanted to invite places. Mm-hmm. And we was always relevant and we was always at all of these motives and these VIP and backstage and studio. It just was exciting, but it's so not. How did you fund your life then? Were you still getting money like from your mom and stuff like no, that? No, I've or? always worked. So you've always worked. Yeah. So did you have guys giving you money as well? Or? No, I, I felt like it would have made sense for me to just become an escort considering mm-hmm. I just was sleeping with everyone mm-hmm. anyway. Mm-hmm. But no, we wouldn't really need to spend any money when we was out. Okay. So people were paying for bottles and tables and things that we just wouldn't really need to. There was, <clears throat> there was a time, um, obviously, in the inter- previous interview mm-hmm. that, that I watched that you said that you'd be having sex and you'd be crying at the mm-hmm. same time. Why at any point, or was there at any point where you just didn't want to do it anymore and you just wanted to stop? Um, most times. Most of the time. Mm. I felt like, for me, I'm still quite someone that has crazy flashbacks. Like, I'll still wake up out of my sleep crying. Like, we could just be having normal people say and crazy flashbacks still hit me. Mm-hmm. And that's because I haven't had therapy. I was just about to say. I haven't, yeah. had, I haven't had none. I'm trying to do my therapy publicly so everyone can be a part of the journey because the, the journey has started now. Um, but for me, it's, I don't I don't know why I didn't stop. But uh, the need for some love and attention, mm-hmm. man, I just sucked it up, really. As horrible as it is, I just had to suck it up. Deal with it. It's going to be over in a minute. So your reason for not going to therapy is because you wanted to do it publicly. I just, I just don't understand what therapy is going to do for me. But why not try? I've tried. I had therapy at uni. I've had therapy when I was in care. I've um, had women's aid therapy. And nothing's just... Like, you can't tell me to breathe one to five. That's not helping me. That's... That's normally the therapy You know the free therapy You get from the government That's what they tell you To breathe one to five And How many sessions Have you had at a time? Um, I've had Three different Charities So Mm -hmm. that's like Four five um, Four five days a week Because for me If If you were my sister Or anything Yeah I would speak to you And you could tell me Mm -hmm. anything But I would still want you to Go therapy Because even though Doing this publicly Is very amicable of you And I, I respect it And everything But I do think Therapy would be good It's not When you go therapy You shouldn't go Looking for an end result It's a journey mm-hmm. And you have to be Very open minded As to where it could Potentially take but this you. is what I said yesterday Like if you want A good therapist You have to start Forking out money That I just don't have Yeah that So that's why I'm working alongside Some charities mm-hmm. To start providing um, specialised therapy for young girls that mm-hmm. are going through what I'm going through for free. Mm-hmm. Because 
for the actual, like I've obviously had a, sp- a conversation with my GP, like the actual therapy, the deep cognitive therapy mm-hmm. that I need is going to cost an arm a and lot. leg. Yeah. And do I have that to just invest mm-hmm. into yes. my mental health right now? And how much is too much to invest? Question. When it comes to your mental, when yeah. it comes to your health, there's never too much. Never, there's never yeah. any amount. Put, you is. can't put a, a price on it, can you? Mm-hmm. Now you are going through this journey and everything. Like, what's life like for you now? I feel like it's more hectic now than mm-hmm. what it was. Now I feel like I've opened up things that I haven't spoke about mm-hmm. in years, or. Thoughts and memories that I like to, to put in a box. Mm. Now I'm not partying it away or smoking it away mm. or drinking it away. Mm. Now I'm just having to deal with it, the raw. You have to face it. Yeah. Yourself. And it's kicking my backside. I'm so tired all the time. Mm. I'm literally like emotionally exhausted. And it's just, it's tiring. So tiring. What, what would you like to achieve out of everything that you're doing right now? Just literally creating a platform for other people. But what would you like to achieve for yourself? Just knowing that I've been able to at least try to protect my own. And I've been able to just give one girl that mm-hmm. that strength of encouragement. Before, it, before she turns to 18 and she's throwing her life away, she can still be 13 right now and still living it. Because my problem was, I didn't know mm-hmm. what abuse was. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. we were, you're not taught it until you're like 14 in PhD. Most people are not taught it until they experience it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, like, I, how could I not think what I was going was normal? Mm-hmm. Because I'm not having conversations with other people mm-hmm. to be like, mm-hmm. does your uncle do this? Is this mm-hmm. normal? Are you doing this? Mm-hmm. So that was my, my thing, is that you need to make it aware, like, why is there so many adverts on the TV about sex and this and girls wearing no clothes, but there's not about the actual fact that like one in every three women have been sexually abused. Mm-hmm. That's like between your daughter, your mum and your nan, one of them has been. Mm-hmm. That's how deep it is. Mm. So, correct me if I'm wrong, mm. but when you were going through all those things, like especially during that from age 16 and mm-hmm. having the vibes of promiscuous energy, was that because you wanted... I feel like that's because you wanted to feel wanted. Yeah, 100%. Because of the lack of feeling wanted back then. So do you now feel like you st- you still have that need to feel wanted? So you're now channeling... Chan- <coughs> Sorry, you're now directing that energy into you being wanted or fulfilled by helping other people. I feel like I, want, I, I didn't know what love was or what mm-hmm. love was supposed to feel like. And I still didn't mm-hmm. until I found out I was pregnant. Mm-hmm. So before my ex wanted to put his hands on me and made me lose my daughter, I lost my daughter at nearly five months pregnant. Mm-hmm. Knowing that feeling of I now have someone that I need to protect. With, you know when the, your parents say to you, you're never going to understand to you have kids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I was mm-hmm. like, my daughter weren't even born. And the way I wanted to protect her from the world, I knowing that I couldn't, broke my heart. But to know that me... I had to protect this one person with my whole being. I couldn't keep secret because that my child's gonna have to be one of these people because my we're still are my cousins are still by my uncles, mm-hmm. my family's still are. he still comes around to the family house. Like it's not. I had to say something and do something. Have you seen him since you've spoken about what's happened? No, a lot of my cousins aren't. I'm not the best of their fans right now. Oh, because of this? Yeah, like his his daughters. Um, 
completely understand where I'm coming from. Mm-hmm. But I've got a message from one of my other cousins telling me that I've ruined her life. I've embarrassed her. Don't know why I need to tell everyone my business. So I haven't been able to go to my nanny's house and see my... I haven't even spoke to my nanny yet. Oh, I haven't, haven't spoke to anyone that didn't have social media yet. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to have to have that conversation soon. But I think he still goes around there and still talks to them. But I don't know. It's only been a month. Like, Do you long. regret it? Do you regret announcing who he was or... No. You don't regret it? I don't regret it. <clears throat> because it should have happened when he was 39 and my auntie was 14. And mm-hmm. that should have happened. It should have happened years ago when my other two cousins have experienced it. It should have happened then. I was going to ask you, um, how many relationships have you been in, like, since 13 till now? Um, I would say significant ones. Mm. Um, I was 17. My boyfriend was 27. We were together for a year. Then I was with my child's father for, like, a year. And then, yeah, we broke up. And what was... And now, I'm in a relationship now, right now. Okay. And those past relationships, can you, like, give us an insight into them? For me, I I felt like, ah, confession time. I'm someone that feels like if I'm your girlfriend, that I belong to you and I shouldn't do. Mm. So growing up, like, I was told things like, you have to do what your man says or you have to. You're your man, like when I was being abused. Mm-hmm. So I'm generally 21 with four different boys' names tattooed on me. Wow. Mm. Four separate individuals. One's in jail for life. One was a grown man and I was a child. Like, it's, it's a lot. Mm. So were you, were you abused at all in your relationships as well? In most of them, yeah. Mm. Most of them, my, I would say when I was 17 and my boyfriend was 27 and he come to live with me from out of, from, he's from London, but moved out of London. He was smart with it. So he was doing things like he was putting pills in my drink and then telling the doctors that I'm trying to kill himself. And then they, like the government nearly paid him to be my carer because my mental health was so bad, like crazy with it. And how, how, how sorry, how do you meet these guys? Like this, where do you guys meet? This wasn't even like I met a guy over social media or he knew me. I generally, the guy was working at the train station. Mm. And one day I was going through the train station and he said, hi. And I said, hi. And it just completely went downhill from there. I feel like, because I start to tell people what I go through, they mm. use They that. liked mm-hmm. it. And it, some, it becomes like a weird ego thing. Mm-hmm. So like my male friends are so overly protective. Mm. Like I can't leave the house without them being like, let me know when you got in safe. But my boyfriends have become things like, so how come he can put his hands on you, but I can't? Like my ex used to say things like, you can't be angry that I'm hitting you. At least I'm not raping you. And it's like, okay, cool. You're right. I can't be angry, can I? Obviously now it's not right. But at the time I was like, I can't be angry. It um, could be worse. In hindsight, when you think back to when you met your boyfriend at the train station, could you, right now, could you pick out the red flags like straight? No, he did security. Wow. He was like, so love, like so lovely, and that's mm. always how it starts. So lovely, so introduced me to his family, introduced me to his kids. So when he introduced you to his family, they weren't a bit wary at your age. No. What country was he from? Jamaican. And how old were you at the time? Sorry, seventeen. 17. And he was, he 27. was twenty-seven. Because I can't imagine 
my 27-year-old son bringing a 17-year-old girl and I'll be okay with it. In his house. We lived in his house for a bit before he moved into mine. Yeah, even, no. In his house with his mum. Yeah, but I think this is where now I see the red flags. It was he lived at home with his mum at 27. I was 17 in my own house. No, no, no. So he he then moved out of London Mm -hmm. to High Wycombe, lived in my house. Um, He was so like, he... He's the reason why I had to switch unis. He came to my uni and put himself on my music course and sat next to me in my lectures and in my seminars. Was he not working anymore? No, he gave up working because he didn't have to pay no rent now, did he? Because he lived in my house. Have you only dated Caribbeans? <laughs> no, I'm, just, I'm genuinely just asking. No, no but then I've just realised that I might have to just start dating white men next. So your current boyfriend now, how is he dealing with, you know, you've come out with all this stuff? You know, how does he feel about it? I think I saw that one time you said that he was behind the camera. Yeah, something. he yeah. comes to my interviews. He wanted to come today, yeah. but he's, he's getting ready for his sister's wedding. But yeah, he's not the biggest fan. Okay, I can understand that. But yeah. I can understand that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for him, it's very much, he just wants to protect me from the world. And I'm just... Putting my whole life out there mm-hmm. And the comments are crazy mm-hmm. And people are telling me That I should kill myself And mm-hmm. that it's a good thing That my daughter wasn't here mm-hmm. And that I deserved Everything that happened to me So Yeah It's strenuous In our relationship mm-hmm. And how old is he? He's 24 now Okay Strenuous Do you feel Because of what you've gone through Obviously like I've been mm-hmm. On your Instagram page Do you feel like Because of what you've gone through That Certain pictures that you post that people won't understand where you're coming from mm-hmm. now, and your the, you're your about the picture I posted every day. Yeah, mm-hmm. your the, your mm-hmm. perception now, mm-hmm. and why you you can post those pictures, yeah. and it's in a completely, completely different, different life. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you talking about the one I had their clothes on. Yeah. Oh yeah. For me, it's like, not even just the abuse aspect, but mm-hmm. the effects of abuse on your. Physical health is crazy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, like, I was on and off contraception. Mm-hmm. I, like, I've had all of them: the coil, the pill, the implant. I was on. I was doubling up on contraception. I was not trying to get pregnant. I don't even know how I just got pregnant the other day. So, for me, it's like my body changed so much to a point where I couldn't look at myself. I was fifteen with an eating disorder, not telling anyone. So everyone was excited that I was skinny in the chili at school. But these times I wasn't eating. Mm. I wasn't doing nothing. And now it's like I'm posted to say it's normal. My little cousin feels that like she's too big and she's too dark. And my, I just, the way social media makes it feel like that everyone needs to have surgery mm-hmm. and everyone needs to have BBLs and your boobs need to be pointing into the air. And it's just not, you don't, mm-hmm. ha- it doesn't have to be like that. Like, I don't mind posing it and say this is actually what it's like. I have straight marks everywhere. Mm-hmm. My breasts are never going to go back to where they were. I didn't even have my daughter and my bed is already broken. <laughs> like it's never going back to what it is at all. Like I need to feel all the time. It's just like these are just real life. Did you take any drugs or anything while you were going through? No, no. I just, I'm saying I don't know how I'm not a crackhead. So how did you cope? What was your coping? Everyone has a coping mechanism. Oh no, I was definitely drinking. I would say okay. okay when so you say drinking. drugs, like I was smoking weed, but mm. like I wasn't taking anything. I've never took anything else mm-hmm. in my life. I don't even have to bill it. I'm not even a very good weed taker. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was just the lack of emotion and the lack of sleep and the mm-hmm. lack of eating just was enough to just carry you through. Mm-hmm. You are, are you religious? My Now, we're religious. At the time, I wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, my boyfriend's a Muslim, so mm-hmm. we read the Quran in my house. But my family are 
Christian. Christian. So every morning I get a text from someone's black granny. Mm-hmm. Oh, every morning. I don't even one. know whose granny it is yeah. anymore. Just random <laughs> black grannies keep telling me, she's like, I have something in my spirit tells me you're not okay. I'm like, I'm in the bath. But yeah, always some sort of prayers mm-hmm. every day. So it's nice to know that yeah. there's some hello black ladies loving me out Who have you received the most criticism from or empathy from? Weirdly, I've had more love like from men and respect from men than girls. Like right now, it's still a point where girls want to be. I can never be like that. That could never if that be was me. me. Would, yeah. yeah, like that is what like. And also, which I didn't even put into any perspective is that I've had a lot of guys come forward as men tell me, do you know how hard it is as a man to talk about being sexually assaulted? Mm. Mm-hmm. And I'm like. The fact that you can even come and tell me that and you feel comfortable telling me that means it's already, you're already on the start of your journey. And yeah, so girls are not my best friend right now. They like some, yeah, I could never, they could never be me. And I'm glad, I'm glad that you'll never have to experience what I've experienced to get to be me. Mm. And now, but sometimes that was me once. So they could be in it. I don't know that they're, how their actions are from childhood trauma. So they could still not be aware but I don't mind. You can criticize me all day long. Do you, do you feel that talking about it is making you feel better? Or do you feel talking about it is ma- allowing you to get used to it? Because sometimes you talk about right. it so just much, to... Yeah. Like rehearsing yeah. your lines. Yeah. Do you understand? No, I think talking about, I think talking therapy is real. Mm-hmm. And I think just knowing that there's... Like even just being able to come... Into communication with other girls that have been through it, and um, a lot of agencies have come mm-hmm. forward that offering free counselling, and mm-hmm. um, a lot of female groups that's empowering each other rather than us talking about men and big mm-hmm. things about actual things that are affecting us. Which is it's nice to be able to come in contact with females that can understand kind of yes. where I've been through on the other end. So it's it's, it's been kind of beneficial. I always wondered like. When people get abused, like, why they choose to say nothing? Um, it's easier. Sometimes you have... It's is the it of like, fr- Yeah, because it's like, you feel like... They say some crazy things to you. Mm. So they say things like, if you tell anyone, you're going to throw your whole family away. Mm. Or you could be responsible for X, Y, and Z. And as a child, you are very, like... Now when they say, yeah, so they say things like, if you don't behave, the son ain't bringing you no presents. Yeah. And you're how much your, cra- your, your, your kid yeah. could cry from you just saying that. Mm-hmm. It's generally like that. Mm. Yeah, I guess when you're younger, you can be easily, um, as I said, manipulated. Or if you tell your parents, then they'll die. Mm. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. So, yeah, I, I get that. So, I, I feel that you're extremely mature for your age. But for me, that's a coping mechanism. 100%. I do love me some Spongebob. Yeah. It's <laughs> my jams. But it is definitely a coping mechanism. But I think I'm just so used to it now. But what are you trying to cope from now? Because you're ready to heal. I'm not. I think she's just... I'm so used to just you're being going, me. Mm, I don't... I it's actually that, become a part yeah, of... Yeah, I like, don't even know what me is anymore. Because mm, you're... you're. I know this sounds so um, patronizing, but you're a baby. Oh, God. I hear that all the time. 21 I'm a 2000 I was born in 2000 You're a millennial Yeah, yeah. Like you lost about the London riots And that. I was like 10 Yeah What it, was that? Yeah. <laughs> I, I was like 10 <laughs> When I watched your interview I actually cried I did as well Yeah Leave my <laughs> um, And the reason why I cried Is because I couldn't understand 
how one person could go through so much. Mm-hmm. And this is me looking on the outside. So have you ever just sat there and been like, why me? Yeah. But my my, my nanny always likes to tell me, oh, listen, I listen to my nanny too much. Mm. She likes to say that God's never going to give you too much that so you can't handle it. Mm. Like I've tried, I've done the self-harming thing and tried mm-hmm. to kill myself. Like, I've been admitted to hospital 27 times. And my nan just told me, you may as well give up now because listen, you were trying to kill yourself. That's like, so it's not, it's not happening. Mm. So I, it's happened for a reason. And now look, I can say, God, if I if I die tomorrow, I've been able to give someone a chance to say mm. something. Or I can someone can they say, This is actually what abuse looks like. Mm-hmm. Or like I didn't know what red flags in a relationship were. I only thought that old people used to get. Like domestic violence and abuse. Mm. Like I just thought a boy having wanted to have control of your phone was cute because mm-hmm. he wanted to, to protect you. Mm-hmm. And these are discussions like you need to come back and do an episode of Red Flagging Men mm-hmm. because it's we don't really talk about red flags often. They do. They speak about it all the time. <laughs> yeah, but like actual, like for like as a child, like we talk about red flags as if we're both adults. Mm-hmm. But like I was like 13 not understanding what the red flags were. But, but for me at 13 You shouldn't need shouldn't, to understand. But if you're, yeah. if you're someone That has been abused That is your, your yeah, Main focus at the yeah. time you're talking, I think what needs to be taught Is Understanding when a situation Or an environment Is not conducive For you as a child yeah. So Understanding when From the looks The little statements The little glides Of the yeah. hands Across your back Or anything That makes your inner spirit Feel uncomfortable yeah, There's a reason serious, no, Yeah there's a reason Behind it but when you're a child, you still get who, it. No, 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 not that you won't get it. You don't know who the words. Do you go? Where where you go to somebody as your protector mm-hmm. and that your protector is the person abusing you? Who, yeah, yeah, 100%. Who but do you go to? With, what with, do you do? With my kids, for instance, they know they have three people they go to. Mm-hmm. So Grace Face, mm-hmm. Liz and me. Mm-hmm. So even if I became a danger to them, mm-hmm. they know two other people they can go to. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's just because like and not everyone has that many people. But that's what I'm saying. That's it's, true. it's it's um experience yeah. that makes you do things a certain ways. So just it's based on my experiences yeah. that have made sure they um they know what to do if they feel endangered or whatever. But when it comes to people who 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 don't have access to those things, I think one of the best people to speak to is your teacher. I I genuinely yeah I genuinely believe. One of the best people to speak to is a teacher. Everyone has a teacher they're fond of. It may yeah. not be your direct teacher or whatever, but there's always the two people, teacher and dinner lady. Because those two types of people... I was best friends with dinner lady. Yeah, boy. those. I always feel like if you have no one and you are you have the ability to go to school, your teacher or your dinner lady are the two people you should try and reach out to to say something. But it's the fear of going to them people. Mm. It's the fear of you may not want to lose your own. Mm-hmm. Because once social services is involved, you're gonna get ripped out. Yeah, and that's, this is this it. is why a lot of that's, people choose to abuse younger yeah, younger thing. kids because with younger kids, it's so easy to put fear in them. Mm-hmm. Whereas when you get to imagine someone trying to abuse us at this age, yeah. we would find a way out. But you'd be we'll surprised there are a lot of women our age being abused. Yes, yeah, and they we'll can't and to. they can't yeah. escape. But that that's not a that's a mental thing. Like but you just fear is a mental thing. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm child saying. Child or, or, or adult. Yeah, but you know, with a child, there it's a mental thing, but they have no knowledge. 
Whereas an older person, it's a mental thing. They have the knowledge, but the mental has but taken over. Do you not think can't. fair? That's why. I th- do you not yeah. think, in, especially the black community, there's a lot of pressures, especially like I'm from a Caribbean household, but I know that, especially in African households, mm. that like divorce and then things mm-hmm. are very much frowned upon. Yeah, and yeah, I know yeah. that like domestic abuse rate is, is very high mm-hmm. because people would rather be happy to the world mm-hmm. and, and die in their home yeah. Yeah. than the opposite way. And so as much as fear is a factor, it's, again, peer pressure and the pressures of the world making you feel like you have to be this person mm-hmm. on paper, like you shouldn't have to be. Not everyone has to be a superman, you know. Was yeah. there, and did you ever fight back any time with any of these guys? It was easier not to. Did you become a people pleaser? I am definitely a people pleaser. I still I, think you are though. I'm 100% a okay, people yeah, pleaser. Yeah. I'm a people pleaser because I don't like, listen, conflict with females I can do. But I don't like conflict. Like I've been on the road and someone's asked me for my details and I've said no. And mm. a boy's backed out a knife for me. Mm. Like mm. this generation is definitely tapped and people feel highly entitled to things. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I'd rather, it's easier for me because I'm so used to it. It's easier for me just to give up than me to fight back mm-hmm. because I can zone out of the mental of actual having sex aspect. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to be able to zone out the fact that tomorrow I've got ten bruises and a black eye. Mm-hmm. When when was when was it that you said to yourself, "No, this can't happen anymore." Like I, this this kind of people treating me like this, people holding me or sleeping with me unwillingly, and being abused mentally when was it that you decided no this cannot happen anymore when I was pregnant okay and then I removed myself from that situation mm-hmm. um like my ex is a psycho psycho like he threw away the last things I have of my dad all my baby pictures my nan's ashes like things that I'll never be able to replace for the rest of my life just because he chose to have a bad day he wanted to put his hands on me that affected the growth of my child. And I had to sit and have surgery and make them cut out my daughter and know that I had to make the decision because I'm not going to make my child be attached to wires for the rest of her life. And... That, it his, his daughter as well? His daughter. His first child. And like, I all did the... In the beginning, when I found out I was pregnant, like, if this is not what you want, let me know now before it's too late. He waited until I was nearly five months pregnant. Finding out I had a daughter, finding out all of these things, he didn't get that far. So for me, it's like, I can't. And now I think I'm going to forever have like a pregnancy PTSD. Mm -hmm. But I don't think, I felt like a failure for not being able to protect my daughter from the world. And these, these men you were with, did you ever love them? And do you think you can truly like love somebody? I don't think I know what love is. Mm. I've never, I've never built like, I've not even built a friendship. That's not even on sex. Like wow. even, even my female friends I've had sex with. Mm. I've wow. not got one person in my circle that has not, not been sexual encounters. And do you feel like it's because you have to, in order to have a connection, it has to be sexual? Yeah. I don't think I know. I can't just vibes. I don't know what vibes is. I don't get it. I don't understand how people could just be around in each other's presence and want to play blackjack. And did you, like you said that all your female friends or the friends that you have, you've had sexual encounters with them. Did you become the person that initiated? Yeah, of course. I, like, mm. oh, he's going to hate me. My boyfriend's going to hate me. In the relationship that I'm in now, mm-hmm. I've let my, my my best friend date my boyfriend. Why? Yeah. I knew you was going to look at me. Like, no, 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 no. I'm <laughs> not judging you, by the way. Sorry. Because 
I know I judge myself after it happened because I don't feel like no man's loyal. So I feel like if he's gonna cheat, I'd rather be a part of it. So I just open up the doors to it. Wait, did you have to convince him? To yeah, he it? hated it. He he didn't want to be a part of it. He, he didn't. Want, did he, he, I'm so sorry. But he did he's it. a man. But he course. got hard. Yeah, he's a man. No, he's, no, no, no. The getting hard is natural. You're a man, <laughs> but it's just the fact you still made a choice no. to do it. After it, he was like, "If you really love me, like you wouldn't want to share me with your friends." And I just didn't get it. I didn't get how this is not like every man's dream. I'm not. I'm not supposed to be like the, the best girlfriend in the world right now. But it's not. It's not. It wasn't. But so yeah. how long have you guys been together now? Since March. Okay, since so he he was my friend, and he's he's where I went after I lost my daughter, and then mm. I've just been there ever since. And then we became together. Mm. Pretty much. Have you ever been single? Like, have you had a period of being no? On your own? But when I was pregnant, I had my own house, but I gave up my house because I was pregnant to live with my baby father. And then okay. he stopped paying the rent and made us homeless. So I was living in a hotel while three months pregnant, working sixty eight hours a week. And then, yeah, because I gave up my house, um, I intentionally made myself homeless. So my local mm. authority aren't trying to house have me. To, okay. And I'm not from London, so I'm not entitled to housing either, but I work here. Mm. So yeah, I was stuck, still stuck, still stuck now, trying to move to Birmingham. So we're, we're, so you have somewhere to stay now, though? Yeah, we live together okay, now. Okay. But like, okay. if I break up with my boyfriend tomorrow, I'm not going to have nowhere to live. So it's his house you, yeah. you stay at? Do you not want to, do you, do you not feel like oh wait do you struggle with being on your own? Oh, I love it, but now I can't be by myself because I don't have a house. No, no, no. When I say be on your own, I don't mean just li- living alone. No, I, mean, I love my own company. Being... I love my bubble baths and my own time with my with my Maggie. I can be by myself all day. I could turn off my phone and give me a, a murder documentary series, and I'll be happy. Do you feel like you need to be wanted by someone else though? Because no. being on your own is fine. Like we can all be on our own, mm-hmm. but you may want to be on your own, but still know that someone wants you. No, I don't feel like I need that anymore. I used to. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. But now it's like it's the four people wanting me is long. But now people have weird intentions. Mm-hmm. Like people have now using my interview as a way to message me and move. To, it's weird. Mm-hmm. I've had some guys say some some guys tell me the other day that like, I can be the healing that you need. Like. Bro, like really, really, like, and I've had the weirdest, cringiest. Like, yeah, I'm tired of men. Yeah, I was gonna say with the being by yourself because it it seems like you so easily give up your personal space. Mm. I think I just keep dating bums. That was my problem. So, like, I kept what? dating people that didn't have nowhere to live or didn't want to live at the house, and I'm a giver. Like, I've generally emptied my savings accounts for guys and mm. gone above and beyond. Like with my baby father, I spent like six grand on his birthday. And his response was, am I supposed to be happy? I didn't ask you to. Mm-hmm. Mm. So for me, I'm someone that, I'm a giver. I'm a people pleaser. I'm mm. a people pleaser. And do you talk to your mom about all of these stuff? That goes I mean, I don't talk to my mom about nothing. Mm. And because she's someone that wants their the happy household image. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because she's never... Had the single time So she wants it Yeah Because she had me at 16 So she's mm-hmm. never Generally. When her friends were clubbing she was, I was at four mm-hmm. And then she said I think she's going through Her own trauma Yeah Of course And then she got married Straight away Well not married She got married She was married Straight away And then yeah They've been married now However long She want to get married 
No, I don't believe. I don't think I know. I don't believe. I don't believe. I don't trust men because I have been the female that makes men not be trustworthy. Mm. So, so okay, I get that. I've we'll been come back. We'll come back. To, we'll come back to that one. <laughs> but I was gonna say, um, if you don't trust men, why do you have a boyfriend currently? Oh, I don't trust him either. So what's the but point? But why of do you have? That's what I'm saying. That's why I was saying. Do you like? Do you him. like being by yourself? Yeah, I do Because you don't trust him I don't I don't think I'm ever going to trust him And he's not done nothing for me not to trust him mm. like, so do you think I even do the Let me go through your phone And I find nothing And I get upset Because I find like I can't have nothing to be angry about But Is that why So for me personally mm-hmm. I think you can't be on your own I can be on my own I, I, think just, can, I just don't have, can, Where am I going to go right now? I think you can have Your own company no, You what? enjoy your own company no, I can have people I just don't There's not an option For me to go When anywhere. last were you single? Before I was with my When baby, you was brother. pregnant right? Yeah Was Okay before you were mm-hmm. And how long was you single for? Uh, nine months Nine months And what was that like Nine months like for you? Nothing, I was working. Okay, working. so you just distract yourself. But yeah, I was on my grind. Is, and that was it. See, so, so for me, this is what I'm saying. Being on your own, right? Because I used to hate being on my own. I only recently understood me. And being on your own is it's not having space and being in a room by yourself. It's being on your own in your mind. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? In a sense that you don't find you don't need to find fulfillment in other people. Yeah. Or you don't need to find purpose and all of that. You can understand to find it in yourself. It was easier for me to help them deal with their problems and mm-hmm. have to sit back and do my own. Mm-hmm. So I would distract myself with trying to fix everyone else so I didn't have mm-hmm. to fix myself. Because mm-hmm. you said the nine months she was working hard, so that's another distraction. And then I find I, in my I'm wrong. I could be wrong because I'm not. I might I might be wrong. But I feel like these relationships are also distractions. Yeah. Well, I'm so loyal in my relationships. Mm. That's my thing. Like, I'm loyal in my relationship. Like, even the relationship I'm in now, when my boyfriend doesn't want to have sex, it turns my whole day upside down. Mm. Not even because I genuinely even want to have sex, but why, as a man, do you not want to have sex? And I feel like I pressure him a lot. He still works. <sighs> And still actually has all these things that men are actually are stressed. And I think we just as females expect men to be actually horny dogs all the time. Yeah, but I think that's just every man you've encountered yeah. has tried to get that mm. from you or has gotten it from you. So it's hard for you to disassociate that. Yeah, mm. he, like, he says things to me like, I'm trying to, it's more to a relationship than sex. And I look at him like, what? Mm. Like, how, how are you just happy sitting next to me and not wanting Don't to me. have sex? I, for me, I didn't know what intimacy was mm-hmm. without sex. Mm-hmm. But I feel like you're 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 21, so I'm not surprised you don't know what intimacy yeah. is. I feel like um, even though you are mature, I've never been on a date, right? Even in my relationship, yeah. Even though you're mature, I think you give off maturity. I don't mm-hmm. think you reach maturity just yet. I feel like you're still trying to figure things out and go for a journey. And I think because of what you've gone through is so traumatic, I think the best way to deal with it or the best way you are trying to deal with it is give off that matured, like I've gone through it, I understand it and I'm good. Mm-hmm. Now it's me trying to find the positive out of it, which is your you trying mm-hmm. to help other people and you trying to you know, be there for people and let them use your story as a stepping stone to bring out what they've been through. But 
I feel like for you to be able to help others, you have to have kind of be in a certain position of your healing. Of course. Yeah. Like, my interview was never supposed to be an interview. You know, like, I was only supposed to go in and ask him for advice on my podcast mm-hmm. on how to start the podcast that I wanted to. Mm-hmm. And I was explaining to him why I needed a podcast. Mm-hmm. And this is why we're here. It's only been out a month. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I didn't do therapy before I met him. Mm-hmm. And since him, I've been bloody all over London talking mm-hmm. to people about my life. But the healing is always going to be a part of it. But I think my my main focus is I don't know who I am mm-hmm. without I the sex with and without the... I can't even tell you like, the longest time I went without sex. Mm-hmm. I, even I, I actually couldn't tell you. So are you desensitized to sex now? And yeah, it's not even... It's, it's, it's not is even it pleasurable? pleasurable? I was going to say, it's is not, it still pleasurable for no, you? No, there's actually a lot of times, and this is going to sound bad, that I've had sex. I've not even like been wet or been horny or been... Even though, I've, even though I've instigated it. Because I don't know. I don't know why I did that. So what, what makes you... Is it that... Do you sit down and think, okay, it's been a certain amount of days. In order for me to keep this guy, I need to keep offering sex. Is that how it works? Or is it a case of... I wish it's I just an automatic reaction. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Like, in my relationship now, it's like... I don't, I don't understand why you wouldn't want me. Like, I've been told things like, if your man doesn't have sex with you, then he's getting it from somewhere else. Okay. And I've tried to give it to him from someone else, and he don't want that either. Mm. So I don't know what I'm supposed to do as a female. Mm. I don't know what more as a female, uh, Andrew Tate lovers are going to love me, mm-hmm. that I can bring to more to the table than just pussy. Mm. So you like sex is your solution yeah. to everything. 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 Sex is my plaster to all the problems. Mm. And 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 you still use that as a solution today, like in your oh, current no, it relationship. Doesn't work. It doesn't bloody work in my favour, but I would still try. Yeah. Even though, and I think no matter how many months we've been together, it's like, I just have to accept the fact that he's not trying to just be with me for that. Mm-hmm. And because it was my first healthy relationship after so many unhealthy ones, I feel like I'm damaging it myself. Yeah, I would rather ruin it myself then give my all and it goes left. Okay. I think, um, like, where you are in terms of, like, offering sex as a solution, I think it's, um, maybe it's something that you really need to, you know, think about and address because I feel like when, when you might be in that mental space, you could easily fall back into an abusive relationship mm-hmm. and not know you're there. I know. But I'm, I'm leaving. Yeah. In a couple of weeks, um, I got into Birmingham University. Oh, congratulations. Studying psychology, ironically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm due to be leaving. I'm due to be having a long-distance relationship, which means sex isn't always on the bloody table. Mm-hmm. And I just take myself to love, honey, and sort myself out myself. Have bloody you up. ever tried to be Absolutely. celibate? Oh, no, I can't. I don't. I've, I'm not that. She said, no, I can't. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no I can't. I don't Why? know. I, I don't, I don't know. Because you, you're not enjoying, you say Yeah, it's not something that I enjoy. So, do you think it's an addiction now then? No, because you're supposed to enjoy what you're addicted to, you know. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. No, no, no. sometimes when you're addicted to it's something, just, it's not because it's enjoyable, you're used to that routine. It's just because, yeah, your body needs it. Yeah, so this is why I'm leaving. So I'm going away to a city where I don't know no one, so that's no sneaky links. 
No, but that can yeah, that, that is a lot you, of you moving. But it's like I'm sitting with me. It's gonna be like I have to. Obviously, I'm in a relationship that I care about, so I have to keep have my you loyalty. Ever cheated, keep, no, never once. Okay. Not in any of my relationships. Okay, but do you think he's gonna cheat on you? Uh, it got to a point where I just don't mind. You just don't care. Yeah. I, my my issue isn't my man sleeping with someone else. This is gonna sound crazy. My issue is another girl coming to tell me that she slept with my man. Yeah, so someone else having an yeah, yeah, like you can't come and tell me about myself and my. So you'd rather just offer it, kind but of. But my karma is due to smack me in my face. Mm. Like my karma is because you've been that other girl. Yeah. Have you slept with mar- married women? Is uh, married? Men I, as I, well? yeah. All kinds, knowingly or them lying to you. Knowingly, okay. I've been a girl's birth partner. I still slept with a baby father. Like that was still at my friendship group at the time. So what? what what? She knows now. It's not like it's yeah, 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 yeah. She knows now. <laughs> what made you do that though? For me, because growing up, the whole this the secretness of me and my uncle having this thing mm-hmm. was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Like knowing that we've got something yeah. that no one knows about. So like I used to like the thrill. Yeah, like you having a girlfriend would make me want you ten times more than you being single. Because the thought of knowing that I'm doing something mm-hmm. that I shouldn't be doing. Mm-hmm. Was like the turn on in the situation mm-hmm. But it still wasn't a turn on the situation Like if you're interested If I'm interested in the guy And he's interested in me back I can no longer be interested You can't be interested in me Because that's weird to me Wow Like I don't I'm the chaser I feel like I've turned into a man Yeah like, I don't Like some Like I can't deal with Lovely messages mm-hmm. And You telling me I look pretty That is too much for me Like that to me Will set my cringe factor off And it shouldn't be Because it's normal mm-hmm. Like I left Selfridges the other day and a guy opened the door for me. I was like, hey, I can open my own door. So do you feel you have masculine energy then? No, I just feel like I've never had, I've never been in a situation to feel squidgy for someone. But do was, you want to? No, I feel like that would make me too vulnerable. I know I'm already so vulnerable, but I don't like the feeling of vulnerability. Is it that you're scared that having an experience in these things and liking these things will make you feel weak? Yeah. Did your uncle ever tell you that you were pretty? Like, did he... Compliment you, you. Sweet words Not really He used to say things like Your dad would be proud of you Damn While doing some crazy stuff So For me It's like I, I don't know What I've Like I've generally Never had a man pay For something for me on a date Even now Like if me and my boyfriend Go on a date I, He cannot buy me nothing You just pay for it He could never Like he, even if he tries All the time And I can't deal with it Like he couldn't come home With a gift Like it would It would stress me out Wow. So maybe he needs a new girlfriend. Like I'm a lot for it. No. But I just feel like you're not used to what? You're not used to being treated nicely. Yeah. At all. There's I can deal with a man hitting so. me all the time, then you being nice. You being nice will bug out my brain because I can't predict your next movement. Mm, it throws you off. Yeah, way off. More than you being violent and you being crazy. At least that one, you kind of know what. Yeah, I know is. what's gonna happen. You I know, know where it's gonna, gonna end. Mm-hmm. Maybe a trip to Italy. Wow. Maybe some painkillers. Boom, I'm back. Then this, you making me feel vulnerable and me feeling like I need you. My issue is I don't feel like I need no one. Mm-hmm. I don't want to feel like I need you either. So this is why I don't think I can have female friends. I can't have male friends. I can't do it. So obviously, you get asked loads of questions. Have you asked questions back to people? Because you're there giving all this information and everything. Like, do you have any questions that you want answered? Not really. I don't really know what there is to ask. Like, what 
what more can I say? I like um, when people message me and they come to me in my DMs and tell me a bit about themselves and how it resonated with them. Mm. Like, that, like I had the other day, a woman messaged me, she was like 50. And she was like, I went through exactly the same thing when I was like mm-hmm. seven. But I didn't feel like I could speak. Even just the generational difference is crazy. Mm-hmm. And like how so many people went through a lot of abuse 30 years ago that no one could feel like they could speak about because the world was a different place. So it's just, it's, it's, not, it's, it's nice to see that conversations are being had in places that they need mm-hmm. to be being discussed. If you could have a conversation, if it was ever made... Given if you're ever given the opportunity, would you talk to your uncle and ask him anything or any of your abusers? I I was this is like I feel like you live in my head. I woke up this morning having this conversation in my oh. head. <laughs> this morning I was saying I would love to have a conversation with my baby father. I want to know why he did what he did mm. because before he he wanted to be violent, putting his hands on people. Like you cheated to a point where I have been like an promiscuous adult my whole life. I never had an STD. I was in a relationship with you and loyal and pregnant and you gave me one. Mm. Which you thought was cool. Everything you thought was cool and I just don't get it. Like we had a, a child together. Like even if you hated me, that was also your child. Mm. And like I still get, I can, I got voice notes. I get voice notes from him all the time. Got one the other day. What should I see with my girlfriend? It's going to be da 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 and like at random times of the night, he'll just WhatsApp, not WhatsApp me, he'll just Instagram pictures of me and this girl, him and this girl. And I, like, I don't, so why don't you block him? I do. This guy has like a hundred and one okay, new accounts. accounts yeah. and I don't know how a man has time. That's crazy. So before we... Oh, jeez. Um, this is heavy. Go anywhere close to the end. Maybe it's just the auntie vibes in me, but I'm is I'm I'm gonna give you my advice. I knew the aunties were coming at me. I would like you to just try and be a child. Your coping mechanism is you being mature. Trust me. You're like I've been abused, so it's not like I don't know like how you feel. Trust me, I do, and it's painful. And I didn't say anything as well. I didn't tell my mum until like I would think I was 18 in an argument is when yeah. I, I brought it up well, yeah I've tried I've done some crazy stuff I've trust me I've done some crazy things do you think it's things. harder to speak in like a your household not your personal household mm-hmm. but in like a black household than it is for in a white household to bring it I up? can't say because I don't know my reasons for not saying wasn't based on my complexion or anything it was just based on I didn't think I needed to say anything. It's when I got older that I knew I got to abuse. Yeah. When I was younger, I didn't realize yeah, it was me yeah. being abused, right? Um, and the reason why I say that I would love for you to be a child is because, my dear, 21, yeah, is nothing. I got married at 23. And I always say that 23, getting married, was one of the craziest things I did. Because even by 27, I was a whole different person. Yeah. And even now, 30, I'm a whole different person. And even now, going 31... I've still changed in a year. And I just feel like you don't need to be so mature now. Like these conversations you're doing out there, I think it's so, you're so strong for doing it. But you don't have to just yet. Do you know what I mean? Like you don't have to just yet. Like I feel you're trying to achieve, I'm trying, and there's nothing wrong with trying to achieve because that's a good way to turn any negative situation into a positive. But take your time. Going yeah. to you're going to uni now, right? Again, like yeah, you're going Degree to uni two. now. 
you're going to, you know, start this whole new experience where you don't know anyone. Yeah. And that's amazing. You can create a whole new life for you. Do you know what I mean? It's good. You're, like I said, it's good you're helping people. I think it's good. But you don't want to help people when you're still premature in your pain. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I still think you are because you've only just started talking about it. Yeah, in the last month. Exactly. And you're talking about it openly. And you're getting all different kinds of... Like, I'm not trying to shut you down. Do you know what I mean? I'm not trying to shut you up and tell you to stop talking about it. But I kind of want you to be a child. You know? Mm. Like part of I need to go paintballing and do do some stuff that heals my inner child. I get it. It's not even that. It's... But how do you go backwards? You don't go backwards because you're still a child. But how do you go? How do you... What do you do? You explore. Try new things. Start there. You just explore. Like I, I'm not going to tell you How to be a child Or what to try And yeah. and it's not necessarily even Maybe saying the word Be a child Is the wrong thing But just embrace New things I think your world right now Is surrounded by The pain The trauma And you trying to find f- Fulfillment In your pain Right But Put that in a basket And take I feel like you need to put that Those problems And that pain In a basket And you carry it With you and you pick it when you feel like it. Yeah. But that's not who you are. Right now, I think that is what you is in you. But before, but something, but before I did my interview, there was no, no, no one around me who knew mm-hmm. anything. Mm-hmm. So I've just took it out of the basket. Yeah. So yeah, for me, it was I just was co coexisting mm-hmm. with my pain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to coexist with it anymore. I just want to. There's never going to be a get over it. There's never yeah, going to be a hole from it because it is now embedded into me. 100%. It's just, I just need to learn how to deal with it differently. And I'm working on it. Do you know, I, I agree with you to an extent, but I disagree at the same time. I think there are people that find healing through talking. Mm-hmm. There are people that find healing through healing other people. And at the end of the day, I can't, our callings are different. You know, I can't tell you what age that you're going to start your calling and when it's going to start for you. You know, I've been in places where I've been broken, but in my brokenness, I've helped my friend. Mm -hmm. And I did that wholeheartedly. And Mm -hmm. my healing came from helping her through her situation. And I found my solution. Do you know what I mean? So, you know, as I said, everyone's calling is different. your maturity is actually now part of you. You can't, you, do you know what I mean? That's, that's, that's something that you can't take off. But I do agree that you, you do need a break. Mm-hmm. I think you need a bloody break. I, I don't personally, need a holiday. I don't even think a boyfriend is even, Condition should be right on the cards. No, genuinely. I know. Uh, genuinely. I know. I just had the same conversation with him today. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, it's your life Like mm-hmm. you know What you can handle You've been through A lot more than I have been through mm-hmm. You're a lot more Stronger than I am Because I would have yeah, Do you know what I mean So I, 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 I I'm genuinely I commend oh. you Like I'm so proud of you Because You've been able to talk about it In such a strong way as well mm-hmm. And That's something that A lot of us couldn't do And As I said Listen <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> Jesus was one man that had the whole world in his shoulders. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not comparing you to Jesus, but everybody has their own cross to carry, yeah. and we don't know why. Mm-hmm. But I always but think that, yeah, I always think that you know when the devil attacks you, he attacks you because you, 
you're a threat to him. Mm-hmm. So you're going to be great in some way, in some form. That's why, and I, I, I feel sometimes that's why the devil attacks people because if you weren't a threat to him, he wouldn't care about you. Yeah, that makes so, sense. So, you know, be guided. Like, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. <laughs> be safe. Guided. Yeah, be God, guided. And, you know, learn to identify who your real support system is. Yeah. Your real, because family, obviously, is blood, but mm-hmm. it doesn't necessarily mean anything. And it doesn't mean it's good for you. Yeah. So and and we can tell that you know from your yeah. from history. Yeah. So, you know, as as Gray said, it is good to be by yourself sometimes, just mentally, physically, just have time to yourself. Not not for one day, not for a month, but where you've never been by yourself before. Yeah. You need to discover who you are mm-hmm. without sex, without without men. Do you know what I mean? Because so, for me, right now, your world is around. Your problems. Mm-hmm. So the, th- the the things that have got you where you are are the things that you're still around. Yeah. Doesn't mean it's them per se. Doesn't mean your ex boyfriend, your boyfriend now per se. But you're still around the things that got you to where you are now. Yeah. Yeah. And you kind of need to need to like I like I said, I'm not telling you to forget about them and yeah. not try and help others, but I'm telling you to get to a point where you can split too. Like I can talk about the things I've been through, and still go on and be. Grace, yeah. because right now you're the girl who has been through yeah, stuff. Said, yeah, do you know what I mean? But you want to be who you are. Who's Morgan? Yeah, mm. you want to be who you are, and I trust. T- trust me, you enjoy that whole experience of understanding who you are, and it takes a long time. Because then I say on the pod all the time that I've only know I only started to know who I was when I got divorced, and I got divorced at twenty seven, mm-hmm. right? So it's don't think it's something that you're just gonna. Ha- is, but when it does happen, you will know it's happened. And I'll be back for an update. Yeah. Yeah, trust yeah, me. When it, when it happens, yeah, trust me, you know it yeah. happened. Because yeah. there's this now, I don't know if I should say it's fulfillment or it's... Self-empowerment. You're so assured of yourself. You you know yourself and you get to a point where you can just say, I don't like this and it's okay. I don't want to talk yeah. and it's okay. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be here and it's okay. You stop thinking so much about other people. So I feel, like I feel, I feel the the best place to start from you is like you're going uni, and that's and that's cool because yeah. you're gonna start a whole new world and a whole new place. Going to uni without having a boyfriend in my class. Yes, yeah. exactly. So like I felt like even going to uni, I didn't feel like I got to have any uni experience. Exactly. And one more thing, and as Grace said, obviously you're going to Birmingham. Mm-hmm. Don't be so quick to tell people your experiences. Yeah. Because because uh, women like not think it's a bit late. Men, it doesn't no, matter. no, I'm because there are there are um, people that don't listen to podcasts. Like, okay, cool, be, say, don't think it's a bit no, late. there's gonna be <laughs> no, people that have so never cool. seen you, never heard yeah. you before. But humans will, you know, we all want to gain something from mm-hmm, people. Mm-hmm. And whether subconsciously or consciously, mm-hmm. people may use it against you yeah, mm-hmm. to their advantage. Mm-hmm. So protect yourself, protect your heart. Mm-hmm. And as the, the, the road to self-discovery has many ups and downs yeah. as well. Don't, as Grace said, it is a wonderful journey, but there will be some things that you have to go through to know you don't like it. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, but no, genuinely, like we're, I'm inspired by you genuinely because as I said, I've been through some stuff that I can't even, I don't know where to start sharing. Mm. <laughs> so like genuinely, I'm, I'm, I'm inspired and I'm really proud that you're actually 
able to tell your story and people message you and say that you know that they've been through the same thing and that they've but it's so heartbreaking yeah. how many people have messaged me it is like over don't let that 500 be different people both females and both females and males have come forward and i'm like that's what you're hanging on but but also know know when, when to stop yeah. yeah when it's enough for you because yeah we're all mm. we're all human because sometimes the fact that you haven't replied yeah. isn't the issue mm. Because for me, sometimes just reading it, yeah, it, has it takes so much yeah. out of me. There was something, remember the thing that I sent to you the other day about the girl that went to the hotel with her friend. She was getting the yes, massage. Yes, 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 yeah. I'm a person, when I read, I imagine I'm there. Hypersensitive. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. Like so when I'm reading something, it's almost like it's happening to yeah. me. So mm-hmm. even the fact that I haven't responded, I've already taken it on. Yeah, taken the energy yeah. from the situation. So no, if this, if this, and obviously we all want to help people, mm-hmm. but you have to protect yourself at the same time. Mm-hmm. If it's a thing where for a day or two, you don't go for your request, you don't yeah. do, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you need, everyone needs a break. Sorry if we've been bomb, bomb, bomb. you literally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so sorry. Yeah. But, um, but thank you for coming. Thank you so much for coming. I, re- and I, I, I really, really appreciate and I respect yeah. the fact that you came on. I was still going to say it. Remember, just be a child. Everyone that listens to this podcast. I'm going to get random texts now. Random times. Watch out. 100%. 100%. Everyone that listens know my favorite statement is be still. You need to figure out what your being still is. Don't, like I'm not your mom. I'm not here to patronize you, but it's going to be okay. Do you know what I mean? Like you're you're actually going to be okay. Yeah. Because you're trying to figure it out. You haven't, you haven't taken drugs. You're not a crackhead, like you always say. Like you're not. not so there is a purpose for you, yeah. and I pray to God that you find your purpose. Amen. And I pray that God heals you within your hearts of pain. The ones you speak about, the ones you don't speak about. I pray that God comes and finds you at your peace. I pray that people, um, God will always bring people who will bring you joy, and distractions that are not for you. He takes them away. Mm-hmm. I pray that. This uni that you're about to start is not just a knowledge-based experience, but it's an experience of love, happiness, joy, female friendships. Do you know what I mean? A place where you feel safe spiritually and mentally, you know? Like, yeah. (laughs) Thank you so much. Pray more for yourself as well. Pray more for yourself. Thanks, Thanks, Barbara. Yeah. If anyone's willing to give me a phrase, (laughs) anyone wants to, you know. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that I need to study. Let's sort you out. Yeah. Remember, I see evidence now. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you so much thank for coming so much. on. Appreciate it. Sorry. Okay. Ooh, um, live show. Live show. Uh, Clapham Grand. Yes. Get your tickets if there's any left by this, this time yeah. because they are actually. Yeah. We're nearly sold out. So. That's the craziest part. I yeah. don't even understand. Um. Um, yeah, oof. get your tickets. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be fun. Dress well, as we say. She said, "Dress well." <laughs> Bruh, listen, dress well. Listen, looking dress lit. Well, lit. Whatever that means. You look dress good. Well, you don't know who you may meet. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've, said my own. I've said my own. You guys already know how I behave. But anyway, yeah. I'm Gracie Bakery. I'm Maxi J. And, and we are the Milf and Honey, Honey podcast. podcast. Thank you for listening. Oh no, no, no! Sorry, sorry. Yeah, where can bye. they? Where can they find you? Now, where can they find oh, you? On Instagram, it's mm-hmm. Mrs. Squeeze Out the Truth. Mm-hmm. 
Mrs. Squeeze out, out the, the truth. truth. Okay. It's Squeeze not that you'd be truth. messaging her, bombarding her with messages. Uh, please, oh, we've already bombarded her. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, take care. Yeah, bye. bye. bye.